1: Introducing the greatest animated series you've never seen, Lightning Dogs. These canine commandos are lost on a post-apocalyptic Earth and battling the forces of the evil Glampire. It's a tribute to the cartoons and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, and Nerdy Show is hell-bent on bringing it to life. Locks sold separately. Join us as we document our quest from the moment lightning struck to every world-building session and beyond and make our crazy dream a reality. Roll with the pack
2: at lightningdogs.com What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Star. And with me is the hard man with hard opinions, AFLM. Hi. And we have our security guy, Greg. Ola. Our king baby dog, Evan. Konichiwa, my bastards and wenches. And elite four, Derek. Howdy. This is episode one sixty-five of the Wicked Anime Podcast, and today we are going to be talking about some really awesome old people. <laughs>
1: Yay! so
2: this came this came out of nowhere because like i had this bag of tricks also just uh known as a list in my phone of all these topics random topics that we came up with throughout the years we didn't really have one for today so i pulled it straight out of that and so uh so we're talking about old people i don't know they well i mean we all most hey, of us kids. most of us have seen john wick this weekend, <laughs> and, and he's
1: getting old.
2: And and John Wick is a very cool old people, uh, and so we wanted to talk about the other cool people, old people in anime who can also kick some serious buttocks. So I I, I actually am wondering that though is John Wick so like Keanu Reeves is pushing fifty, right? Mm-hmm. So is John Wick's also supposed, I'm sure he's supposed past to be 50, th- Actually, that age is he past fifty?
1: Somebody somebody Google search that. I'm I don't know I. And Cause... his net worth, because it should be a billion dollars. <laughs> I thought if he was just the same age as Keanu Reeves, and that's what they were playing. In, I, I would guess. assume so.
2: Yeah, Keanu Reeves is fifty-four years old. I Holy knew it. Crap, I... he does not look it. He does not look fifty-four. No, he's a vampire. Years. You mean he's Twilight?
3: <laughs>
2: he is Twilight. No. He's a Twilight vampire. <laughs> Twilight princess. And Keanu Reeves' net worth, for anybody who is uh, interested, is $360 million. Oh,
1: my. That's <laughs> a lot of bacon. I, Canadian, Canadian bacon.
2: I highly doubt that's even anywhere close to, like, how, like, the top grossing people.
1: Tom how how many
4: constant teams is that?
1: <laughs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And think about it, like he's been like, he's like been the go-to like action star since 1991, so ever since Point Break. So he's been like the S-list action star for almost 30
2: years. And he really isn't either, because a lot of people skirt by him, and a lot of people said that they don't like uh, they don't like Keanu Reeves. But I certainly do. Like I've always loved Keanu Reeves, and people can. Go shut their face because Keanu Reeves I, is definitely I think it's the best.
0: Because, I, think, I think it's because people still find it easy to make fun of him. Like even even like in the early nineties and the TV show The Critic, like you couldn't go past three episodes without them making fun of Keanu Reeves or some fashion.
3: Mm.
2: I mean, so the basic, basically this comes down to we all most of us, except for Derek, has seen has seen John Wick 3 by this point. It is awesome. You definitely need to see it. It's I would say Okay, well, so for me, John Wick 3 was, I was way more excited for John Wick 3 than I was for Endgame. Because I was just like, everybody's like, oh my gosh, Endgame's coming out! Marvel's ending! I was like, but John Wick is coming out this year, who cares? You know, it's just like, John Wick is, and and in my opinion, I think John Wick is going to be probably the best movie I see all year yeah, and I believe that last night the the word that I used to describe seeing John Wick was orgasmic. Yes. the fight scenes were so good. I was just like, oh, yes. <laughs> I seriously, like I went watching it. It was so satisfying watching those fight scenes. like I was just like, oh, yes. like in the I theater, mean like, what do you use
0: the horse as a weapon? <laughs> oh, that's all fantastic. I'm going to say.
1: That, that scene in the Arab town was, I think, the best fight scene of the movie. Oh, I highly disagree. Except uh, Halle Berry uh, kind of ruined it a little bit for me. What? Well, come, on, come on. Halle Berry was great. Like,
2: but I, I'm a little biased because Halle Berry has always been kind of one of my celebrity crushes. Like, I, I think Halle Berry is one of the most beautiful women on the face of this planet. Uh, And so have, just having her in a John White film, I was just like, yeah alright, rad. And then she had two adorable dogs and I was just like, this is even better. Oh, those dogs are so
1: awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I love how like they go from biting off people's faces in
1: one second and then in the next is like, yay, we're going on a car ride. Oh, we, sh- we should probably say spoiler alert, by the way. No. But
2: but yeah. th- this is all common knowledge for going into it because we're not going to talk we, about We haven't
0: even said anything that hasn't been in the tra- We've said everything that's been in the trailer. Yeah, yeah.
2: and uh, but that's all I really want to talk about is how awesome the movie is. Everybody should go see it. It was my end, my personal end game, but it kind of isn't anymore because I thought this was the last John Wick. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but I thought this was going to be the last John Wick, but it's not. Mm. Like it's there's more, and I'm like, hey, when the movie when the movie's, I was like, this has to be ending pretty soon. I'm like, what's it going to happen? And then it ended on a cliffhanger. I was like,
0: what? Oh my gosh! <laughs> like this is what? Yeah. Now let me ask because um, I went and saw the film at one of the. Um, like like one like the Dolby styled movie movie theaters. Okay. Where like you felt everything. Like I swear to God, like the sound effects in this Dolby theater, it was like one or two decibels below how a gun legit sounds when it's being fired. I would. Because f- you know how sometimes you watch a movie and it's like a little bit muted. You felt every shot. You felt every kick. You felt every yeah. stab. I, in this movie theater.
2: I I felt that way as well in the theater that we saw it in, but. Even more so, like when I saw Kingsman in the Taiwanese theater, that's how all of their movie theaters are. Like every gunshot just like resonates through your soul, like it, it's so yeah. loud. Um, and and I, it was it like was great. I, I was like
0: halfway through, I was like maybe I should have brought earplugs for this because I was not expecting it to be this loud.
3: Yeah,
2: I I think that my favorite fight scene in the entire film was actually one that was also in the trailers, which was when, uh, they were fighting in the, uh, the antique weapons shop
0: where they're, where
2: they're breaking open the cases of knives and they're throwing them at each other and they're not throwing knives. So they're not like sticking to anybody or anything like that. They're just bouncing off each other. The whole
0: movie theater when I was watching this film was just roaring with like applause during that entire scene. Yeah, Yeah. It's,
2: it's, it's, fan- everybody needs to go see it. Every, and if you haven't seen John Wick, just marathon them One, two, three, and it, it's so worth it. Every single second
0: is just so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And also has a very important lesson about being quiet in the library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
2: scene was great. Like, perfect way to start the movie. I think that, I think that in, in John Wick 2, the, the scene that got everybody was the scene where he actually ended up killing two guys with a pencil, and in this one in particular, I think it might have been that library scene, or actually the way that the uh, that the antique weapon scene ended. Probably. Mm-hmm. There is
0: <laughs> can, can, I, can I can I say something too? Like, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of detail in this thing, but yet the one thing that made me cringe throughout this and throughout the entire film was seeing a ballerina pull her toenail off.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, like everyone's like, oh, the violence is fine. No, oh, this is good. This is fine. As soon as you see her do that, everyone was like, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody
2: in our movie theater did the same thing. They were just like, ugh. Yeah, that
1: was funny. The one thing that, there were, like, a few little discrepancies I wasn't happy with, but the one that I can remember as of right now is, um, I don't know if this would cost you a spoiler. For, it was their the fight between Ernest and John Wick in the beginning. Okay. Um, when he, like, stabs him in the shoulder, mm-hmm. and he, like, pulls it out, there's absolutely no blood on that knife. And I was like, that is BS. Yeah, really? was. I did not see blood on yeah. that. Uh, no, and I was like, come on, guys. Like, Because they're clearly showing the knife come out, and it's just a clean blade. But he opens a shirt later up, and there's, like, blood all over his chest. Well, I mean, technically, shoulder. if you stab somebody that fast, that is how it would work. Because... Like
2: blood doesn't draw instantly when you stab somebody. Mm, I don't know. I mean, that's a very Hollywood thing to do. To to like blood all the time It's because it, because when you when you cut yourself, you don't just bleed out. Like it it takes some time for the blood vessels to actually like coagulate. Yeah, and and well, and actually like your body just slowly bleeds. It doesn't I mean unless you're like pumping with action like they would have been. <laughs> And I mean, I, I think that's go. why I
0: like, um, that's why I've been liking the remake of Dororo because you'll notice, like, every time, like, Hakimaru takes a, take a slice, it takes, like, like, half a second for, like, blood to actually start coming out. It doesn't, like, come out as he's making the swipe. That's right. We're supposed to talk about anime on this podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but John Wick is just so good. It's Everybody a, needs to go see it. It's a segue. Uh... We probably have news to talk about, right? Should we talk about news? News! News! Yay! News!
0: They've been gone for four years off of television. Now they're back. And this time, it's personal. Season three of non non Beori.
2: Yes, that is the thing. <laughs> We don't, <laughs> and we are not getting, we are not getting any more story out of it. We're just getting the same story over and over
0: and over again. No, no, you're, no. <laughs> it's different <laughs> stories that
2: happen throughout the year. Andrew's <sighs> bitter about it. I am bitter about it. I just, I mean, I like Nyan yan Bury. I love Nyan And I think that's why I'm so bitter about it is because I love the series so much. I just want to see what happens next. It's just like, no, we're just going to start the season over again. It's like, ugh.
0: But well, it's it's no different from like say like The Simpsons or Crayon Shin-chan. I already or talked about this.
2: It is different because there's no, no
0: look look. Detective Conan's been on for over 25 years. If they he would be at the age that he had been poisoned before turning into a little kid by now. He'd be actually past that by now if they would, if they had gone that throughout the year.
2: It's different though because Nyan Nyan Buri is telling a linear timeline they are actively starting it over like where simpsons doesn't pay attention to things like grades and seasons and like like changing seasons and like they just make episodes based on what something that they would want to it's a it's a sitcom like sitcoms are timeless nyan nyan bury is not a sitcom it's a slice of life so it actually takes place during a time period and and it starts in spring and it ends in winter like that's that's how it always goes for every season So, so there's actually a timeline, and she's a new student at the beginning of every season because she's like, oh, I'm learning about this culture, and then by the end, oh, I, I know about... So I just, like, I want it to progress past that. Yeah. Because it, it's, like, uh, the same way that Azumanga Dayo was set up, where they all graduated in the end. And, you know, it was sad. It was sad. <laughs> but but I am happy that Nyanyan Bury is coming out. I still haven't seen the movie, which I really want to
0: see the movie. Me too. Um, it's a, I haven't heard yet. I know Sentai Filmworks has to have the license, but are waiting, maybe... Maybe for, like, Anime Expo to announce it.
2: you have to tell us when you go.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot that you were going. (laughs) Yes. And uh, speaking of Anime Expo, they just announced a very big guest that's going to be there, making her first North American appearance, Bisco Hattori, the creator of Oran High School Host Club. Is she still relevant? Oh, yeah. Like, what, uh, has
2: she done anything other than... Oh, yeah, oh, see, cool.
0: there, there is a couple of um, series that she has... Yeah, there, there is a series that she's doing right now. Um, uh, let's see, Behind the Scenes... Well, actually, she just finished up with a new series, with her most recent series, Behind the Scenes, which went for seven volumes.
2: Yeah, uh, I guess I, I guess that I, I wouldn't know, because, like, I, I saw Oran as an anime, and I didn't see... Uh, I, I didn't read the manga, so I, I just wasn't really into, I wasn't into the manga at all. It was too show, even though it was like a breakdown of what the shoujo genre was and it was a farce on the shojo. No, genre. No, and I
0: totally get where you're coming from with this because I felt the same way. Like I remember reading over on High School Host Club and being like, the humor just doesn't really come off as strong as it did in the anime. Yeah, for sure.
2: Um, And I don't know how they did that. I don't know how they achieved that, whether or not it was because of expression and the characters being able to actually act, you know, the way that they do or what. But it it just didn't work in in the manga. So I never really followed along with any of the manga of of that. Not to mention, I'm just like not that big of a shoujo fan. It's not for me. So I wouldn't wouldn't read it. Though I am seeing right now that a lot of people are at Anime Central and uh, Kenichi... Sonoda is there?
0: Yeah, I think he was showing off a bit of a sneak preview of um, the um, being bandit anime he's been working on. Yeah, what?
2: I've, I've been seeing like uh, otaku Joe and everything, like posting, like taking a picture with him. And I, I saw like, that. I was like, I did see that. I hate you, man. It was, it was like, I hate you. I hate you. Okay. I love you. I love you. I hate you.
0: <laughs> so hey. Well, next time you're in Akihabara, how would you like to learn all about Akihabara with the cast of We Never Learn Boku Ben? What? That sounds awesome. Tell me so more. So, it just started recently. Visitors can pick up a sightseeing map focusing on May Cafe's and other interesting locales, all presented from the perception of the cast of We Never Learn. Oh, I see. So it's not actually, like, the
2: the cast cast of We Never Learn? It's... No,
0: no. That, that would have to be, like, a special one-weekend thing. This thing's going on for, I think, like, a month and a half or two.
2: Okay, all right. So, not... Okay, so it's not that exciting. Not to mention, like, I, you would never catch me, catch me dead in a maid cafe anyway, so...
0: Yes, we would. <laughs> we we would learned. catch you alive. No, we would catch you alive in a maid cafe. If we caught you dead, we'd be calling the cops.
2: Hey, I was in Japan, and I was like, I don't dare step foot in there i would never (laughs) i would never go into a maid cafe i've heard stories of of girls who work in maid cafes and they hate everybody
0: (laughs) if i weren't i would treat them like a proper gentleman
2: (laughs) don't call me master that's just like just (laughs) lady don't call me master just serve me my food and (laughs) <laughs> i'll give you a good tip i promise <laughs> <laughs> but that would be so counterintuitive oh, to, like what the purpose of a maid cafe is it's like please don't treat me like this <laughs> And that's why i would never go is because i would never want to be treated the way that maid you can cafe literally be. get
1: omelet rice anywhere <laughs> Yeah, but isn't that like what servers or waitresses or uh, waitressers? Yeah, waitress. <laughs> but 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 you won't get
0: it written in a nice, cute little heart, and she won't go molly molly cune cune to
2: add a little magical spell to it. How embarrassing!
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, oh, uh, you don't know the, they uh, the made cafes. They shoot like they cast love spells on your food for you, and like you have to do the love spell with them. Now are you starting to see why I'm never gonna go to one? Yeah, I
1: don't
0: <laughs> want to go. To one. <laughs> uh, I I've actually I went to one, but it was during the Tanabata, which you know, the big huge little festival aspect in Japan. So they weren't wearing their maid outfits then. They were all wearing yukata.
2: Okay. Oh that's kinda cool.
0: Yeah. Did
1: you yeah. did they still cast a spell on your food?
0: Yes they did. It was very cute. I sure. got my picture taken with two of
1: the girls. So like they present the food and let's say I get a burger. They present this burger, and then they try to cast this, like, they put these, like, spices on the burger, but they, they pose it as, like, a love spell. I'd be like, man, please stop, like, putting your love spell on the <laughs> burger. <laughs> uh, no, I- I'm hungry now. I
2: want to eat. There's no time for spells. There's no time for spells. I want to eat food. Right. <laughs> awesome.
4: You know, hungry? the working no. the food poisoning kicks
1: in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Muriel. Hungry. Hungry.
1: <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog. What? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Masaki Yuasa, the director of such things as Luo Over Wall* and *The Night of Short Walk of Girl*, is continuing to be seen as probably the most busiest anime director in Japan. Not only does he have a new movie coming out, not to mention the spinoff that he's doing based off of shin Shinchan's* dog Shiro. But he also has another new anime series coming out, too. Please don't called... check. No, no, not yet. It no, would be I'm... a perfect
2: follow-up to Devilman Crybaby. I know it would
0: be a perfect follow-up <laughs> to Devilman yeah. Crybaby. But he's got a new series coming out called Keep Your Hands Off Azokin. And it's based off of a manga series. And it follows Midori, Tsubame, and Sayaka, an energetic trio of first-year high school girls, who come together in the video research club to turn their anime dreams into reality? Midori is nervous to create an anime alone, so she meets the two new girls, and they aspire to create a brand new animated series within the club. Okay, that. So, what what do they have to keep their hands off of then? I don't know. Oh, Each keep your hands
4: Wink, wink. Okay, uh, keep your hands
0: off of Azoken. So, if that's the title, I'm going to guess that maybe. Like, the, the club is going to be close to, like, closing. And so, um, Midori comes in and, like, rescues the club from being shut down by the student council. Maybe that's why it's keep your hands off that club. You know, that sort of thing.
2: Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I was thinking, like, <laughs> I was thinking there's, like, some... Creepy, perverted thing. To be honest with you, it's like keep your
4: hands off me. <laughs> yeah, hashtag me too.
2: because <laughs> ah, you thought it, you thought it too. <laughs>
4: yeah, hashtag me too. Yeah, me too.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs>
4: yes. So, <laughs>
0: so in on the English language side of things, it has finally been announced that. The Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world light novel series, the spinoff that stars Megaman before she meets Kazuma, Meg, uh, Kazuma, uh, Aqua, and Darkness, is coming to America this November.
4: First of all, that first t- that title makes it sound like a hentai, but
0: go on. An explosion <laughs> on this wonderful world? <laughs> oh,
2: boy. Oh, uh, who knows? It's a it's a light novel series, so who knows what we're gonna get?
0: It's gonna be funny. It's it's from the same no, it's from the same light novel writer, so it'll be good, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of isekai, it seems like not even the most iconic works of Osamu Tezuka can escape it as can escape the isekai genre. As it's been announced that there is going to be a Blackjack manga series where he gets transferred to another world so
2: now this uh, hold on this would be interesting if it's like blackjack in a medieval realm where like he has to perform medieval surgery on people (laughs) like that's an interesting series i mean that
0: would be it's called so the series of course is called isekai blackjack and it's inspired by the original series and moves the setting to an alternate world where blackjack must struggle interesting or maybe oh or some... maybe
2: it's like maybe he gets trans transported into the world of the nick and like he's yeah. in there he's in there with a uh, clive owen and they're doing like they're doing yeah, like, like surgeries sur- it, like practice surgery yeah mm-hmm. the experiment some... he's he's in the nick doing experimental surgeries some or like unnecessary surgery,
0: surgery.
2: <laughs> that was dr barber by the way from
1: it sounded wonderful <laughs>
0: All right, how about some strange news? Yeah. Sure. The, it's sure. Oh, wow, strange news. We oh, haven't right. gotten there yet. Some oh.
1: strange news. So,
0: as I think we can all attest, nothing is more, more uncomfortable than when we all get our periods. Isn't that right? Uh,
2: I'm uncomfortable
0: already. <laughs> <laughs> You're making our audience
2: uncomfortable.
0: How dare you? <laughs> so... Wouldn't you just like to have the opportunity to just push the punch menstruation in the face? Well, guess what? Now you can. Enter Little Miss P. Based on the acclaimed manga by Ken Koyama, you can own a little plushie character that's supposed to be a animalistic personification, whatever you want to call it, of a period. And you can (laughs) beat the crap out of it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: why can't they use this tagline in american commercials for like feminine products that'd be fantastic pictures or die (laughs) Uh, hold on i am sending it to you right now look in your facebook oh i don't know if i want to see this
0: it's it's more cuter than you think it is don't worry that's what they all say way more cuter and
1: then i'll be scarred for life (laughs) oh it's uh it's kind of creepy See, see what I mean? I haven't even looked at it yet. Uh, what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I might avoid this. <laughs> Man, I want to guess... beat it up
4: because it's a nerd. Not because it's a period.
2: <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! That is creepy. That is a horrifying
1: doll. I don't care if it's a period or not. I'm gonna punch it in its face. What does it armless. look like? What? It looks like a a stomach and a heart and a with blood on the bottom
2: i don't even, yeah i
1: don't know if that's with like it's, a bandage over it the nose stares
4: into your soul it's like
2: <laughs> i how i what, mean you
1: got a bunch that it. represents a period i don't know it <laughs> there's mm-hmm. nothing that represents a period that is
4: a question mark
1: <laughs> it's like if you took a and like a cartoonish like heart and stomach they had sex and like this was their baby or how with... about a
4: fleshy tooth
1: yeah, that's kind of, a, that's a good, that's a pretty good description. It looks like a
2: tooth, but it's pink and has, I don't One. know, a weird face. Mm-hmm.
4: That's to signify how it bites your vagina once a month.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Do you know how the female body works, Derek, at all?
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, that's, that's the slot where the change comes out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High voice was that? (laughs) Broke
1: Greg. (laughs) I'm actually crying a little bit. That was great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That reminds me of the the change in the shake weight joke with the taxi cab. (laughs) (laughs) Him saying that.
2: (laughs) There was another piece of strange news that came from our Wicked fan Mike on Twitter, uh, where he sent. Uh, uh Geodude is now a uh mask or an amb- ambassador to um the Iwate uh, prefecture where... which is strange Yeah G- Yeah Geodude I-, I don't know like why out of any pokemon that you could have picked Geodude oh, Well wait, wait. I feel like yeah oh iwade iwade means uh is is used with the characters rock and hand and geodude is literally a rock with hands
1: so i guess that's why they i mean you could have used graveler or golem because they're rocks with hands
2: yeah i don't know but yeah but i mean geodude is the first form of both those right
1: yeah so it goes geodude graveler and golem although graveler is the most ugly looking of the three of them (laughs)
4: Yeah, and uh, Geodude has two arms, no legs. Graveler has two legs, four, four arms. arms. And then Golem has two arms, two legs.
1: Like, Graveler looks like a dumbed-down version of Machamp. <laughs> That's not like, Machamp is just bomb, and then, like, Graveler's kind of like the cousin, that, or the stepchild. <laughs> I'm glad I got he, somebody he to laugh. He just looks like, like he, he looks
0: like a secondary Fraggle character.
2: <laughs> Come the Fraggle Rock.
0: <laughs> so i've got some interesting into the west news oh, into, the west, into the west really a little bit a little bit um kind of like historic style because oh, apparently, apparently so we all know the t- uh, director Kunihiro ikuharu right uh, do we i don't know <laughs> um he he directed sailor moon he's also directed here to kumarashi and he's directing this season's sarazan mai which is about the three little gay kappa dudes Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, literally, they are... No, I... Oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> so, apparently, back when Ikuhara was working for Toei Animation, he was in charge... He he was asked to direct some Western cartoons because back then, Toei Animation was um, contracted to do animation for American shows. And can you guess which American cartoon... That Kunihiro Uikaharu directed the first five episodes of.
2: Please tell me it was the one with Katsuki. Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he loves muddy puddles. That's where the whole thing started. It's like, yeah. You know, he's, he's on a break, he's out there jumping in those muddy
0: puddles. Uh oh.
2: Uh. <laughs> uh can uh what era are we talking about for cartoons? we
0: are talking late 80s early 90s uh thundercats nope thundercats no <laughs> dragon ball z that's not
4: american uh, it kind of is. uh trans- thanks oh, for back no, not now. transformers <laughs> no not transformers
2: it, uh, oh, hold on one second before we answer this question. Yes, I, I
0: know Victoria's been like messaging us about. So no. I,
2: I know, <laughs> yeah, but the keep... but about the period thing, she said for the price of the manga plush, the manga and the plush, you can get a decent heating pad, my doll, and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Way less creepy looking.
0: Uh-huh.
4: Uh. <laughs> and that was a real female saying that. <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. What were we talking
2: about? Damn. We were talking about the uh, Into the West. The oh All yeah, right. we, we still haven't figured that out. Yeah, yeah have you given up dogs? yet? I give up. I have no idea. I, I the only, like honestly, Toei was. He man. Nope.
1: Damn oh. it.
2: I give up. To- Toei, the Godzilla was the only thing that Toei had. So that was my, that was. No, the... that's
0: Toho. Oh, that's Toho. Dang it. <laughs> you suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> you suck at this. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: That makes a lot of sense now. Mm. Because
0: technically now he's gone back to his roots. Now it's Teenage Gay Boy Ninja Kappas. Teenage (laughs) Gay Boy Ninja Kappas. But yeah, he wrote the first... Well, he directed the first... The five-episode pilot for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: Huh. We just... uh, Yeah. That's interesting. Just can't help uh, those those action animals. he, He likes... Like those action animals. Yeah. So man. he fed into the furry fandom. Yeah, it's th- he's it's his fault that that American kids of the late '80s and early '90s are are, are all furries.
1: Yep, every single one of every us are furries. S- <laughs> a little less furry. a turtle. Yeah, that's <laughs> more of a. I, I made the joke with this with one of my. That's uh, a flush bag.
0: No, that's a scaly. Well, Ugh. scaly
2: is a thing. But, so okay, here's how it works. They're all furries but they have scalies and they have like fish one. I don't know what they're called. I'm not like into the furry fandom, but like everything is a furry. That's like an anthropomorphic animal that includes the fetish of, Oh, I, I want to bang that. Um, and, and I don't even know if that's true. I'm not a furry, uh, but, uh, but I, I can appreciate the art form of it because I have a couple furry characters myself in my comic book, which you can read in a
0: couple months. months. Um, <laughs> it's looking good folks. Can't wait for you to guys to see it. Oh, thank you. So
2: um, yeah it's my show i don't know <laughs> uh, uh and uh uh and uh but yeah it, then you have like so the furries and then you have like the scalies and then you have whatever i i have a uh one of my art cohorts one of the people i work closely with is a furry and in the furry fandom and does all this stuff and knows all this information i could ask him it's like what is like mm-hmm. the fish ones called and what are the what are the the protozoas called and but yeah uh so scaly is a thing so ninja turtles would be scalies but they're also kind of furries because they're anthropomorphic,
0: mm-hmm.
2: somebody, someone would be like, "No, that's wrong! How dare you!" And I'd be like, "Okay, that's fine." What, you... Now, what about what about the people who are furries, but they're but they're into like mammal animals, so like dolphin furries,
3: <laughs> like are they are, are well, they just
2: what? Dolphins aren't furry, though. It, well, neither are scalies. Were you paying attention to anything that we just went through? <sighs> <sighs> I'm just saying that, like, that there's animals that are also man- mammals, so, and, and seeing that humans are mammals, does it become all the uh, like, back around full circle? I don't know. I don't what want to talk
1: about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. This conversation has just gone downhill. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so we've got one unfortunate,
0: final, sad news aspect of Into the West as a uh, as something that probably helped with the creation of the meme culture has actually died.
4: Grumpy
1: cat. Oh, that's right. Well, well not just grumpy. Well, yeah. okay, I
0: guess there's two things. <laughs>
4: we weren't even talking about grumpy cat. I was not
0: talking about grumpy cat. No, I was talking about the closing of the website. You're the man now, dog. Oh yeah. my
2: gosh! I was going through a uh, like, so I, I read the article or an article about that website shutting down. They had a YouTube compilation. They'll always have the YouTube compilations of it. And as I was watching it, I hated every single one of them.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I, 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 it didn't age well. But like for meme culture, I appreciate you're the man now, dog.
0: Yes. <sighs> I guess maybe we should just play the equivalent of its taps.
1: That's where that came from? Yep.
2: Alright, we're going to get canceled for something. <laughs> I can't stop it! Ah! There we go. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite one, my favorite one ever was uh, back when Star Wars Episode Three came out and people were going crazy with the Darth Vader, no! Yes, yes. <laughs> um, my favorite one was somebody put Darth Vader on a, uh, a, roller, coaster. a roller coaster, and it was, <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That one was my favorite.
0: There was, there was that one. Um, there was one with a similar one, but it's Billy Corgan on... From smashing pumpkins on a roller coaster and it's just the long "wee" from 1979.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 See, there were some good ones. <laughs> there were some good ones. Uh. So it's sad. It's sad that that's cl- that it no longer exists.
2: It makes sense though because I didn't even remember "You're the Man" now, dog, until they were like, "Hey, guess what? It's dead." It's like, "Oh yeah, I guess that's right" because I totally forgot about it. Everybody else did too, so.
0: And you know, I never realized that that's what that stood for. I just knew it as Y-T-M-N-D. I never knew it actually had an actual meaning (laughs) until I read the article. And everybody
2: was like, hey, check out this new Y-T-M-N-D that, like, I created. And it's, yeah, it's You're the Man Now,
1: dog. (laughs)
2: It's hilarious. Pick a run, pick a up, up. Which by the way, the history of You're the Man Now Dog, it was like the first one they ever created was uh Sean Connery. They like switched I think they like I, I think what they switched one of his lines around, it was supposed to be You're the Dog Now Man or something. I don't remember. I have no idea. Dude, you're everything's going way over my head for this
0: meme culture stuff. <laughs> really? No, the line You're the man now dog is from the film Finding Forrester, and that's where it originates from.
2: Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah. I never
0: saw that movie, so... Yeah, like, it's what the um, it's what the kid says in one part. It's like, you're the man now, dog. Well, I guess I am the man now. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I wish yeah. I was still a Highlander,
1: though.
2: I don't think he does. <laughs> Great. S- so I guess, I guess it's true that memes can't actually die.
1: I guess so. Wow, that was, like, really sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. well,
2: i mean now now memes have like a week lifespan and now like uh, like the span of a week like, that's yeah so yeah, yeah so so back in the ytmnd days they had computer. or they had they had memes that lasted as long as like the laptops that lasted as long yeah and now they're making memes that last as long as laptops last now yeah it's like the, the new weekly famous meme and then everybody forgets about it they use it for like a month and then they never use it again they see their meme they throw out their computer and i see every single one of them now that i'm on discord
1: i'm still keeping the harambe meme alive yeah I know. <laughs> you are Every time I play Super Smash Brothers, that's my gamer tag because somebody brought. Actually, it up there's to me. a couple people keeping the Harambe meme alive, and I appreciate it. And I remember um, last year. Speaking I think. Speaking
0: of which, there's an excellent video game where which was originally a Harambe simulator, and on the, the Nintendo Switch. It's called Ape Out. It's one of the best games I played this year. It, um, is this supposed to be, like, a uh, JFK Reloaded sort of deal, <laughs> or one. It's more of like, it's one of those, like, one shot and you're dead, but you play a gorilla and you have to rampage through every single level and kill everyone on there. That sounds
1: horrible.
0: <laughs> it's really cool. Cr- and the, the sound design, it's all, like, a drumming soundtrack, but the drumming goes with your actions. It's huh. so cool. It's a bit like Doom. <laughs> almost, it it's terror. almost. It's like the indie version of Doom. <laughs>
2: but it's not. It's not third. Uh, first. Uh, first person.
0: Uh, it's it's a top down third person. Well, yeah, top down sort of thing. Oh, next wow. time you okay. Next time you come over, I'll bring it. Or oh, uh, next time I come over to their place, I'll bring it over so you can check it out.
2: That sounds good to me. <laughs> Play Harambe Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so does that mean we're onto what we're watching?
0: I guess what that does mean we're onto what we're watching.
2: Well, I'm not really watching anything new. I'm wa- I fin I ca- I'm caught up with sentko san with Helpful Fox Sentoso-san.
3: It's, Yay, still, like, it's still so cute.
2: It's still adorable, but it's just like I get it and then and it's just that's basically like what all the episodes are is just more of the same being cute thing. It's just like how do we make it new cute that we haven't done cute before? And it's like, oh, well, this time she's taking a bath. And it's like, oh, well, this time she's afraid of the vacuum cleaner. And oh, this time they're playing video games. And it's just, but it's like all the same kind of cute. And is this like, supposed to be like, uh, what was that one, like, uh, workout DX or a workout? No, no, but there is
0: that POV aspect that's at the end of each episode of Single yeah. Song. So there which is like, kind of like that.
2: There is a Dogakobo type thing, like, where is Or the Dogakobo anime this is a story and this is this guy's room and and she has some sort of ties to his ancestors and so she really likes him so she's doing this as a favor and then there's this other fox girl named shiro who's the white fox girl which is like oh yeah her name's shiro so she's the white fox girl great yeah yeah Um, now you figured that out (laughs) and then but and then she's gonna end up probably helping out the neighbor taking care of the neighbor because the neighbor's a slob um but she's more of a reckless kind of whatever new characters and then at the end of every episode there's super senko time where it's basically the one room style, POV workout DX. Senko Although this past week it
0: was Super Shiro time.
2: It was Super Shiro time, and I, I usually skip over them because it's like I don't, I don't care.
0: Like, this isn't really <laughs> helping me out in any way. Why aren't you real? Uh.
2: And then, uh, <laughs> which is which is like kind of what the because the series is about relieving stress on this one character, and because phrasing. By helping him around the house and helping him relax because he has a, he has a rough day at work and so she's cooking food for him and so she's, you know, helping him, whatever. And, and to kind of like skip past the perverted aspect of like how perverted this could actually be, it's, it, it's kind of like, oh, he just really likes to fluff her tail because her, she has a big bushy foxtail and he just <laughs> freaking loves that. He's just like his favorite thing to do is fluff her foxtail.
0: It's kind of like if you have a dog and be like, it's <laughs> a nice big cute little doggy, and I just want to pet you. That's kind of like, it's it's similar to that.
2: But it turns her on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oof. <laughs> but it doesn't really, but like not on, on, all the way on. What? It feels good for her, but not in a, uh, <laughs> kind of way.
2: I mean, we don't know. It might because she, uh, we don't know. <laughs> Sounds like it. But it's, it's weird because, because she, it's one of those things that she looks like a child, Yep. but she's she's 700 years old, but yeah, but she's really 800 years old. So she looks at the guy, even though he's like a 40 something year old. No, like, okay. He's probably like late twenties. He's probably like 28 or something. And uh, yeah, the job
0: aged him 20 years. And
2: she thinks that he's the child and she's like, oh, I'm like your mom. And he's like, no, you're more like, more like my, my sister. And and she's like ah you're funny because you're cute and you're young and and but she's really like an old lady. And, <laughs> I'm an old lady. I'm an old lady. Like yeah, like we swear. <laughs> we, yeah, this this I is, promise. So when all it? the dojins come out, <laughs> yeah. <it is> just...
0: <laughs> oh, there will be dojins.
2: Oh, I'm sure there already are.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't know. I, I don't know. It I exists. wish we could. I wish it we exists. could still play the Tumblr
0: game with this.
2: Yeah, eventually we're going to be playing the Tumblr game from from the sounds of things. We're going to be playing the Tumblr oh, well, game. Oh, that's right, because
0: Pornhub might be buying them.
2: And the Tumblr game is you is you is you bank your points
0: when you find something that isn't porn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, well, exactly. It's just going
0: to be like, oh, cool. Well, well, technically, since you have the Wicked Antony Tumblr page, that means you're going to be associated with Pornhub soon, too.
2: Yep. Time and to get rid of the Tumblr. And <laughs> I guess, because it's, it's, uh, it's Pornhub and Faku who are looking to buy it. Really? Yep seriously why not just make their own social media website then like I don't
0: know. why not does sure. not do, well you buy it it's already there it's already set up all the heavy work is done <laughs> <Bickety-dick-dick-dick-dick>.
2: <laughs> all the content's already there that's yeah. for sure so uh has anybody else been watching anything
0: um i've been watching ReZero.
2: Oh yeah how are your continuing adventures in ReZero going
0: i am liking it um i do understand the rem love I don't understand the Amelia hate yet, though. I'm on like episode seventeen. It's just because she sucks, all right. <laughs> That's I it. don't think she sucks. The problem, like, she does things, but the problem is, uh, you know, Subaru dies and it undoes all the good things that he, that she does. Right. But you know, I do have to say though that Subaru kind of is a bit of a creepy protagonist in some places. Oh, he's especially- awful. <laughs> okay, so it's not just me. Like, when he. When, like. You know, I'm at that part, like. So like, he. It's about the. Like, it's the third reset or the fourth reset of this current arc. And basically, Amelia and him are separated as split ways. But it was like that little speech that he was saying in bed where he was yelling and screaming. That was kind of disturbing what he was saying.
2: Yeah, so. I, I, so uh, along that part of the show, like it, the restarts got really frustrating to me because I just wanted the story to progress so bad. It's a, it it's almost like a condensed version of why Andrew hates the beginning of every non Burian series, because like, that's, like, that's how it feels every single time he dies. And then he, he respawns at one of those beginning points. Yeah. He, he's making safe points.
0: Yeah, safe points, checkpoints, that sort of thing, and I like that aspect of the show, but I just don't think Subaru is that good of a protagonist. He's he's not like I I don't yeah I don't know it's, like the only reason why I'm watching this is so I can understand the jokes in Isekai Quartet, which has been a laugh out loud riot every episode.
2: Yeah, I haven't watched I, I haven't
0: watched a thing at all this season, <laughs> just but like. I understand Rem is a great character. So is Ram. The twins are excellent characters. I would like to see more of a focus on them, and I'm pretty sure most fans do. But just Subaru as a protagonist, I just can't really, like, like him. And I can't hate Emilia the way that the anime fanbase seems to be hating Emilia.
2: You know what I really like? I really like that none of us give a crap
0: about One Punch Man. (laughs) (sighs) okay so i've been watching one punch man season two i do not blame jc staff for for why one punch man season two isn't that great i'm blaming the writing Hmm. the writing isn't that good it's not as clever as season one you're not seeing as much as Saitama, which was basically the focus of One Punch Man. He's kind of like almost become like a background character to everything. Wait, really? For reals. So I haven't even started it, so... Like, so, you know, it's not... Doesn't look as great as a Madhouse production, but JC Staff is a great anime production company. I mean, they, they gave us Isaranda trying to pick up girls in a the dungeon. it gave us Alice and Zoroku... They have a great resume when it comes to anime, so I don't blame them. And some of the action sequences are still pretty good in 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 One Punch Man season two. The writing, though, is just where it just isn't winning me over. I feel like Madhouse might have been avoiding continuing the series because the the manga itself wasn't as great as you know, the first 12 episodes were showcased. I think it was just because Madhouse was really expensive. Like, that's that's kind of why I would think that they wouldn't do it. Because
2: they are expensive.
0: They are expensive, but they bring out a quality product. I mean, Boogie Pop and others was
2: fantastic last season. Yeah, it was. And then mm. I fell off of that, too. So.
1: Continue to watching it.
2: I'm trying to think if I, I am actually watching anything else. I mean, are are we watching We Never Learn? Yeah, well...
0: I want to say that I am loving the anime more of We Never Learn than I am with the manga. The pacing of the anime is so much better than the manga. The manga seems to drag a lot of stories around for, like, chapter lengths that should have been, like, three or four pages. And We Never Learn is fixing that issue.
2: Yeah, um... I, I but I've been reading the manga, so ever since I've been reading the manga, I've fallen behind on watching the anime because like, oh, I've seen it, you know, but I would I would indeed really, really like to see that stuff animated because the uh because the anime is so good. Yeah. So so the anime is really good, so I, I do need to catch I so there's a couple things that I need to catch up on. I, I'm caught up with Senko son So I need to catch up on Shield Hero and uh and We Never Learn. Those are basically the three shows I'm watching this season.
0: The one, that, the one that I have actually, like, just loved to death. And it's a short ser- series. It's a 12-minute episode a series. And that is Senryu Girl, which is on both High Dive and Crunchyroll. And it's the show about the girl who can only speak in, like, haiku style. Mm. It's just, it's like, the character is very cute. And just the stories that take place with it are very... They're kind of clever. It's very funny, and it's and like I said, each episode's only twelve episodes long, so it doesn't take up too much of your time. I would highly recommend people watch that show if they haven't. Hmm. Like like you watch this, you like the main character who does, only speaks in in haiku. Like she doesn't speak, speak. She writes everything down in like those like little kind of uh, those little things of paper that people write haiku on, or or limerick, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And but the way it's presented is just so warm hearted. It's 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 become like that and senko are like my two feel good anime of the season.
4: All right. Yeah. Derek, and, how about you? Yeah. Uh nothing I'm currently watching, but uh my girlfriend and i have, or she wants to watch Full Metal Alchemist.
2: Good choice. Yeah. Brotherhood?
4: That's my question. Which yes. one should I start with? Brotherhood. Brotherhood. brotherhood more, but they both are pretty good stories. Well,
2: you so, watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and then you stop because there's yeah. No well, after you watch Brotherhood, the anime becomes kind of irrelevant because basically be, because the story is the the actual canon storyline of Full Metal Alchemist is Brotherhood. Right. Uh, not only that, but the quality is top notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, and and the. Uh, and and just the the whole production is there, and you get the whole story from beginning to end. So I would highly recommend Brotherhood, uh, and I would just watch that. Yeah,
0: because it's that in the movie The Sacred Star of Milos. Watch those two. Don't watch Full Alchemist, the original series, and don't watch um, Conquerors
4: of Shambhala. Yeah, don't watch that. I thought Sacred Star of
2: Milos was also part of the other series. No, no, thinking. that was
0: after Brotherhood.
2: It is. Uh huh. I didn't know that. Now you know. They're annoying is after the battle. Nice. So, should we talk about some cool old people? Yeah, yes, please! we're
1: never again! I'm kidding, old I'm going to die soon.
2: Talk about the cool old people. Cool anime old people.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> well, not real cool old people. I'm going to go sit over there and just go... <laughs> I don't
2: know what kind of old people you've been around, Evan, but literally none of them sound like that.
4: <laughs> Newsbell. No one sounds like that.
2: <laughs> so who's got a cool old person? Cool action old person. The old Ooh. action.
0: The... Who's, uh, De- Derek, who's the ultimate cool old person in action?
4: Yeah, it'd have to be Jackie Chan. <laughs> 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 nice little Dragon Ball reference You know Master <laughs> that, that, Roshi's you go
0: A martial arts life
4: is an Only that for me
2: So Master Roshi Everybody likes Master Roshi I think Everybody right? loves Master Roshi
4: Except the ladies <laughs> <laughs>
2: The original Me Too movement.
1: <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> oh god. On the
0: next yeah, episode of Dre, push which is lawsuit down. I got here?
3: <laughs> Greg, cut that out. <laughs> that, like,
2: yeah, That might have been the worst joke I've ever said on this show. It's, not, it's really not, but like, it's just, it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it is. It's just like, oh <laughs> It's actually a funny joke, so we have to cut it. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, Masaroshi's been around since the early 80s. Uh, that I think that's where you mostly find most of your cool people. I know there's a guy in One Punch Man that everybody really likes who's old, but you find most of your cooler, older characters. Like, there's not many old characters anymore as far as anime goes. The last one that I saw that I really liked was, was Zoroku from Alice in Zoroku. Oh, man. Oh, yes. I don't like crooked stuff. I don't
4: know. I, I did like Gran Torino.
0: Oh! <laughs> That's a good one.
2: That is a good one. Because uh, Gran Torino is also a very good movie about an old person. I, yeah, yeah. When you said Gran Torino, I thought you were talking about the Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. And I was like, we're talking about anime characters. <laughs> and then Gran Torino is, in fact, an old person in My Hero Academia. So. Yeah. He is a good character because I thought he was going to die. And then... <laughs> like, instantaneously. <laughs> and, and he hasn't. So... Just like Clint Eastwood. Is like who's like almost 90 years old? <laughs> yeah. And he's still directing and he's, movies. And he's awesome. I love Clint Eastwood so much. Also, uh,
4: easy choice. I mean, okay, so Clint Eastwood's a little bit taller than Gran Torino, but that would be such an easy choice for a casting for live action. <laughs> Could you
2: imagine a live action My Hero Academia movie and Gran Torino was played by Clint
4: Eastwood?
0: But on uh, Peter Dinklage's body.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> No, he just walks around at his knees the whole time. <laughs>
2: Deku, do you think that you can achieve all your ultimate power? I don't know what
4: hey, Toshinori?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> can you make me my hot pocket, Deku?
1: Deku, do you think you can help me smuggle these drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw the mule. The mule was a good movie. movie. No, I,
2: I really wanted to see the movie. And that <laughs> was like.
1: I was like really super into a that. Fantastic but. movie, but that's the root of the joke. So I, I understood that joke. I understood. Uh, that. I just
2: didn't laugh at it. Fair
1: enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you would define him as a cool old person, but Ray's grandpa from uh, Sailor Moon.
2: I am not familiar enough with Sailor
0: Moon to tell you that or not. <laughs> Say, <laughs> well, he's he's kind of he's kind of very similar to Master Roshi. a bit of like a. A little bit of womanizer, but he's also a practical joker too. So yeah. he's pretty—he's pretty funny. You
2: well, know his, who will never
0: be on this list, by the way, is Hapuse from Ranma One Head.
2: Well, that's who I was just about to mention. Was Hapuse, who's, who's never on this list. <laughs> Thanks like, for ruining a good series, asshole. Is—is is that really what happened? Like, did well, like didn't...
0: as soon as Hapuse showed up and just stuck around. Like, I stopped watching Ranma because it was just bad.
2: That's so sad. I didn't stop watching Ranma, but it was, it did kind of dip in quality. Not, not the story itself, but just having that character around is just like, oh man, like this is a Haposai episode. I hope it's not story important because I really don't want to watch it. Yeah, really? Oh, that, that's really disappointing. (laughs) I did watch it though. Yeah. Especially because any grandpa-based episode
0: in The Simpsons was so amazing. So, yeah, like, the, the almost, like, same elf- <laughs> thing. The hellfish episode is still one of the best ones. Um, all right. How about Grandpa Nirasaki from Wolf Children, the one who teaches Hana how to farm? Yeah, I was oh, hoping yeah. that he was gonna he was gonna beat up some fools in that in that. He was.
2: He's kind of like the Clint Eastwood character. Yeah, he yeah. was the
0: Clint Eastwood like they should like Funimation should have paid whatever Clint Eastwood would have asked to voice that character it would it, 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 that role was made for him yeah and was... who did it who some no name actor named Jerry Russell is the one who voices him in the in the English dub hmm. it could have been Clint Eastwood <laughs>
2: This isn't, this isn't a, a a Ghibli film that was released. So, it, see, if, if Disney released... Or G-Kids, if it was G-Kids. I don't know if G-Kids would have been able to get Clint Eastwood. The only I... time that, like, an A-list celebrity has ever voiced for an anime was when Disney released a Studio Ghibli film. So, like, I, I think that... I think we would have had Clint Eastwood on board if Disney released it. But that's about it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Alright, so that's a lot of men. How about... Is it Genkai from uh, Yu Yu Hakusho? I can't even really think of any. Like, it was the old... it was the older woman who uh, <gasps> first started training. It's uh,
1: a great Yusuke. I I don't Granny, from, that. From but... Granny from Summer Wars.
0: Granny from Summer Wars.
2: We were talking about Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> <laughs> uh <Koshinari? laughs> But yes, Granny Granny from Summer Wars. Uh, she's she can she can kick some pretty serious, some pretty serious. But that's right. She had that weapon. She was gonna she was gonna kill her son, her her adopted son. Do the kid do the kids from Akira count? <laughs> <laughs> the green kids. Oh, the, the, <laughs> the little little Louie
0: Anderson. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> he really did look like Louie Anderson. Yeah, it was the pre, it was the sequel <laughs> to Life <Yeah>. with Louie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I forgot about that.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, they, uh... Like, are are they old people? Like, were they,
0: like, kids? I don't know. They never really touched on that. They probably did in the manga. No, I read the manga. I don't ever remember them touching on that. You read the whole thing? I read all six giant, massive volumes of Akira, yes.
2: Huh. Back when I was in high school. It reminds me of Old Kid from uh, Invader Zim. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I suppose you're saying that Old Kid's an alien, too. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, the um, the leader of Fairy Tale. I've never seen oh. Fairy Tale.
4: What's his name?
3: Uh, You've been, been watching yet. it more than I have.
4: Yeah, but it's been like at least a month or so. Uh, yes, him. <laughs> so this is the hard part about this topic is like i
2: totally so so there we go so there are so many anime that are based around like kids and trying to connect to the kids the the age demographic that they want to capture in an anime so therefore there's rarely any old people ever Usually, usually in like the basics of a storytelling, like a, like a, a movie or anything like that, or anything that has storytelling, there's the the mentor, right? Is that is that it? The mentor, yeah, yeah. Um, and the mentor character
0: is usually supposed to be like this old person, right? Who, kind of like in, in this season, there's the wise man's grandchild, and the mentor is Merlin. Yeah, exactly. And so like,
2: but nowadays, like especially in anime, they've been making. They've been making the mentor character like this, like this hot chick, or like that is supposed to turn into best girl, and and they they've gotten rid of the old dude who is supposed to be the mentor.
0: <laughs> well, well uh, yeah, true. Okay, here's one. I don't know if it counts because you do start seeing you first are introduced to him when he is young, but as the series progresses, you get to see him age as it goes on. Joseph Joestar of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
2: Joseph Joestar is should be at the top of this list, and I can't believe it's taken us this long to get to him. Uh, <laughs> I so I like Joseph Joestar back when I first saw the original nineteen ninety three OVAs, and then they introduced him as like like in in the remake series when we well, yes we saw and him the,
0: yeah
2: when, when we saw him battle tendency
0: young.
2: yeah but nothing compares to old Joseph Joestar ever. Like, you will always be the best. Especially if it was played by Richard Epcar in anime anyway Boston. He said, oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the story behind them? Is there supposed to be some sort of secret or are they just supposed to be like a Stadler and Waldorf sort of thing? I think
0: they're more like Statler and Wal- Waldorf.
2: Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Stadler and Waldorf are the two old Muppets who make fun of everybody. How do you not know this, people? People who were born after the Muppet show.
1: Technically, we are millennials. Why? You're right. I know. Oh. Not right here.
2: Not here. I'm we sure. could be speaking of Generation Z.
1: That is the next yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. I have it here there. So their names huh. are Antonio, Carlos, and Jobin. Um, they make various claims about what they did before becoming old timers. But, uh, let's see, according to the uh, c- official Cowboy Bebop guide, it's not known if Antonio Carlos and Yeoman are their real names. Ooh. And apparently, all three of them actually make an appearance in episode 11 of Blood Blood. But they still
2: don't like do anything, though,
0: right? Probably not, but I but find it kind of interesting. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about any possibilities of what they did, or what they do, or what they... What they might have been, or what they could symbolize, but I just remember them being very entertaining when they were yeah, nice. on screen. Yeah,
2: um, nice. I just had one too.
0: Well, there's also in Cowboy Bebop* the Native American character, Laughing Bull. <laughs> you take one too lightly. Now I feel
2: like we're just naming old characters. <laughs> well, but they're epic old. One characters. of one yeah. of my favorite ones ever was um, uh, Walter from. Uh, from, oh, from Helsing, like he was the bomb at the beginning, yeah. like that, that that classic, that that really classic action movie character, kind of like like how awesome Alfred was in the Batman series. That was what what uh, Walter was like, Butler to the Helsing organization. I agree. I mean that scene where he
1: where he f's up uh jan valentine is speaking of butlers named alfred (laughs) there is one question i wanted to ask the group it might be a little off topic from old man (laughs) actually no well yeah because alfred's an old man yeah in this in this other universe okay and so is the man that he serves how do you guys think about robert pattinson as bruce wayne or batman
0: I'm actually hoping it's more of a Batman Beyond movie. It, it I can be. see him being a Terry McGinnis.
2: <laughs> is he supposed to be? Um
4: But actually Bruce Wayne from Batman <laughs> Beyond is That's a very true. good old guy animated. Old
1: character. Bruce Wayne was the bomb. I was expecting Andrew to go on a rant about how he thinks this pick sucks and I'm kinda of disappointed. Oh, about um Robert Pattinson being bad. About Batman. Robert Pattinson being bad. I have I don't I don't
2: even know listen, anything about this. Listen, there has never, ever, ever
1: been a good Batman. Yeah. Ever. Whoa. So Michael Keaton? Christian Bale? Valchimel. Christian, Christian Bale. Was yeah, a I was about a to say no, yeah. not. Yes, he
2: was a terrible Batman yes, and I hate him. <laughs> uh, okay, so um yes, uh Michael Keaton <laughs> was a great Batman. Uh he was actually uh, that's West, kind yeah. of like yeah, that's Adam different. West. A- Adam West is
1: more of like a parody of what batman actually is though yeah like, it wasn't actually batman actually they broke it up into three different types of batman they have the or i'm sorry they are talking about the joker really but never mind <laughs> <laughs> all right then <laughs> there's three different types
2: just don't oh, forget it this is how
0: well our topic is going as you can see <laughs> Yeah. alright. What what are more old people in anime that we could all agree on?
4: (laughs) What? I was trying to throw in, like, what are some more old people that we can name? (laughs) Uh, Honestly, if I had to pick one, though, I'd still go with Roshi. Because especially in Dragon Ball 2, that was, like, the only link that Goku had to his father. Is that really what it is? Or to his grandfather, I mean, the longest time. Yeah, uh, Roshi oh, and Grandpa Gohan. Okay.
2: Actually that is, is like, either. that's beyond my, that's beyond my Dragon Ball knowledge, my Dragon Ballage, as as you would call it.
4: <laughs> eh. <laughs> I mean, Dragon Ball is a completely different series from Dragon Ball Z. It's a lot funnier and has a lot more crude humor. And a lot better at telling stories. <laughs> that don't involve just charging up for an entire episode. So it's
0: why I actually prefer it over to Dragon Ball Z and Super.
4: It's definitely worth a watch. Well, it's hey, old, what's but wrong with old? old, but yeah, it old is, is, so is my jam.
2: That's that's my anime.
4: I mean, certain par- certain parts of it wouldn't be accepted today. Like you can't um, go searching for balls by <laughs> slapping
1: ball nut underneath. The yeah,
2: walls. yeah. Remember because. Yeah, like, cause, cause Goku pats her crotch. Yeah, cause. It's...
4: Yeah, he was hoping for a pillow. <laughs> I shit you not. He was actually looking to take a nap, and he used to remember resting on Grandpa Gohan's balls. So he starts slapping around Bulma's crotch area, looking for. Him. So
2: that's like, it, but because that's, he's never that's seen legitimately. A I I know it's it's crude, but that's like legitimately a little kid thing. <laughs> so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
4: Like, they almost try to make him like a Tarzan kind of creature, just someone yeah. who's been some raised kind of primitive primitive out in the wild. And that's what happens when you don't have a good <laughs> old right. character uh, in your life, like Grandpa And, and I
2: think that's where we reach the end of the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I All could right. tie that together. So um, let's do some shameless plugs, and we'll wrap up this episode.
0: Do we have any fan service, though?
2: I, I read our fan service uh, during news. We had that one from, from Wicked Fan Mike who gave us the Geodude information. Uh, other than that, I haven't seen any. I haven't been on Discord. <laughs> all right. So if you, me, wanted, if you guys want to if you guys if you guys want to join in on the conversation, you totally can. Uh, you can email us at yeah wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, anime reviews on one word at gmail.com. You can also find us at Facebook.com slash which is practically our home base for everything. Uh, you can send us messages, you can comment on our th- on our posts, you can see cool news stories that we're posting all the time. Uh, you can also follow up with any kind of news or events that we may be going to or attending or reviewing or whatever. You can also find us at Nerdyshow.com slash if you're not already listening to that podcast right there right now. Because you can find the podcast elsewhere such as places like Stitcher and Acast and Podchasers and wherever else you might find your podcasting coolness. Uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews where you can find all of Wicked Anime's best videos ever and all of our historical archives of where Wicked Anime got its start and whatnot. Yeah. And hey, you can find us on social media. You can tweet at us at Yo Anime, and of course... Biggest part of all, you can join that Discord. If you're on the Facebook page right now, you can click that link that's pinned to the top of the Discord invitation, and you can find our meme center and our news center and our podcast center with all the yahya faces. With all the A-G-O faces. faces um, <laughs> that you may desire, uh, Discord. Yeah, we can make Discord. That's new and fun and and entertaining, and we love hanging out with people on that. And hey, you can find me, uh, AFLM, at AFLM Art. You can find my Facebook page, uh, f- facebook.com slash AFLM Art, or just at me at AFLM Art. You can also find me at uh, Instagram at AFLM underscore Art. It's pretty easy, pretty simple, pretty, pretty well known across the board. You just type in AFLM and you'll mostly find me. I'm open for commissions, and I am working on a webcomic, which will be posted pretty soon. Website's going to launch pretty soon, I imagine. I have about maybe like 15 or so more pages to go before I'm actually able to post it, and then I'll be launching a Patreon.
0: Cool. Yeah. Evan, what do you got? so for the recent news reviews podcast episodes and videos featuring members of the boston bastard brigade you can find us at www.b3crew.com if you have any questions comments or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our no borders no race podcast show you can write to us at the bastards at boston you can follow me on twitter and on the j-pop video games and anime amino pages at kingbabyduckesh and on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Rook. And we're just one month away before going to Anime Expo. I will be there. I will be reporting on what's going on. And I'm going to be hopefully hanging out with our good buddy, 42 Believer Sarah, at this event. It's going to be so much fun. And it's going to actually um, kind of celebrate the 10th anniversary of Boston Bastard Brigade. Neat. Derek?
4: Awesome. Well, you can find me on Instagram at, and Twitter at Elite4Derek. Otherwise, uh, you can find me losing all of my money as I go to the Belmont Stakes and bet everything that I have on Special <laughs> Week because I do not realize what reality and. and <laughs> <laughs> Um, So, folks, uh,
0: one other thing. So, as some people might know, um, for the last year, Elite4Derek and I have actually been living under the same roof, and you might have seen, actually, a bit of uh, the apartment when we did our live wikis, and unfortunately, um, our time under the same roof has come to pass. Uh, So Good opportunity. I'm going to be moving over to a nice little area in Cambridge, but living with... One of my bestest friends has been such a thrill for me, and to to really show my thanks and gratitude, I actually have a little something for you right here,
1: Derek. Aww, aww,
0: What is it? Aww. Open it. Open
4: it. It's cubic. It's like a. It's like a. Box.
1: It's the period plushie. <laughs> <laughs>
4: This is a microphone! Yay! A microphone! Oh, man! <laughs> okay, so looks like I'm still gonna keep joining you
0: guys.
1: <laughs> woo! Woo! Yep,
0: yeah, that is the Snowball Ice by Blue Microphones. That's actually the same microphone that Electric Sisterhood uses when we do our uh, round tables
4: at conventions. Yeah, they're
2: really oh, freaking shit. good quality microphones.
4: Yes. And I will have to not sit in my squeaky office chair that I have <laughs> because Greg will murder me in my sleep with all the editing you will have to do. Yay. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. You're welcome, dude. Awesome. All right. Well, I, I, I love how this is like Victoria's Secret where they have like black sweatpants that say pink <laughs> on the back. And this is a black microphone that says blue. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh what a better way to end off our this week's podcast I'm really happy that we were able to end it on a high note like that and so <laughs> with that we will catch you all on the next episode of the wicked anime podcast and until then it is time for us to sign off the only way we know how
0: you
1: And, yeah. and then I was yep. like, oh wait, Batman has stayed the same for all three of those phases? Well, <laughs> not entirely. He has nipples in some of them. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going for, nipples.
3: <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.